You are now entering the Bronx. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I am your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. And I am super distracted right now <laughs> because my dogs are in the room with us. Yay. Yay. Luke and Leia. Luke and Leia are here and we're, I'm, I'm a proud papa, but I'm very worried that they're just going to ruin our sound quality today with whining. It's been going good so far. Good so far. They're just, they're in the kennel. When we had Izzy here as our special guest before, she could hang out on the couch. But yeah. today we're trying a thing and I'm very nervous about it well we're gonna find out what happened yes well we and we will find yeah. out what happens but anyway <laughs> i'm uh, so nervous i am so nervous I, I want i want my kids to do well i don't think i've ever seen kevin look this nervous before well fortunately it's a podcast so nobody can see me so that's good uh <laughs> welcome again to thank your you. house yeah thank you <laughs> on a glorious day so you must be distraught oh yeah yeah no it's pretty ugly out there yeah it's it's horrible but we, it's uh, fine i'm actually it's it's a glorious day for me too it's it was fun because we went outside when uh, they first got here to let Luke and Leia go to the bathroom before we started recording and Kevin made it to the very edge of the shadow and stopped. It was like <laughs> as if he found his place. Yeah and then you were out in the sun and I was like how can he stand there? Well I only had like two minutes before. Yeah. I yeah. Know. And then, then you came back under too because you're smart. Yeah. And you were like we stay out so. Anyway um, it's so I'm, I wanted can I jump right into the bright spot because the bright spot is my whole life right now. I love that. Yeah, go into it. All right. Uh, every week on the bright side, we start with the bright spot, and today is a special, very important one to me, because today is my second anniversary. Happy anniversary! Thank you! It's our second wedding anniversary to that we're recording this. When yeah. this comes out, it will already have happened, of I course. Can't, I can't believe it's been two years, by the way. I can't either. I was just saying that to Nick last night. I, I just, uh, it feels like no time at all, you know? It was such, it was such a good day. Anyway, go on. Well, we had a fantastic wedding, yes, but I mean, it's just... This is my whole day today is is being able to celebrate. I don't have to work tonight, uh, so I am able to celebrate uh, our anniversary and our love, and it's just wonderful. And and uh, by the time this airs, he will have discovered what happened, but I'm taking him for a little staycation overnight for uh, to a hotel that he's never been to, and I'm excited. It's going to be so good. Which is why my dogs are here, because you and Matt are graciously taking them for the day so that we don't have to worry about them tonight. Matt and I often become doggy uncles. Yeah. And and it's fun because then they we get to have here. dogs and then we don't have to worry about the long-term logistics. Yeah. And we really love. appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's absolutely my bright spot today because my husband is uh, the love of my life and um, we're celebrating today and it's my, you know, it's, it, it is finally, fortunately, happily, thankfully a day I don't have to look at all far for something to be super grateful for. I like that. You know? Yeah. And I'm very happy today, and this is a shout-out to my beautiful husband, Nick. I love you, and I am so grateful for our two years together, and I can't wait for, you know, a hundred more. Yes. So, that's the bright spot for me today. I love that bright spot. So, what are we talking about, Jason T. Gaffney? We're not talking about anything as nice as Good! That. Well, we're, I would expect not. We're here to talk about some tragedy, <laughs> all right? Because, let me tell you, my husband can be a tragedy, too, occasionally. Oh. But not today. I don't but think what, I've ever seen him do anything truly tragic. No, no. Well, we keep that at home. 
<laughs> you don't air your dirty laundry? No, generally not on a podcast, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what do you have for us today? All right. Uh, so, we're ready to jump into this. I am, yeah. What okay. are we talking about today on the bright side? So, it was the beach of Times. It was the Times Beach, Missouri. What? I was trying to do a little wordplay there. I don't All right. know if it uh, worked out. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. Uh, but, you know, you could keep trying. Um, well, <laughs> okay. It so. was the beach of times? <laughs> like best of times? Come on. Life's a beach at Times, times Beach? Why is it? What's Times called? Beach, Missouri. There's a place in Missouri called Times Beach? Yes. Why? We're going to find out. Okay. Fantastic. So the town was founded in 1925. Okay. T- times Beach is a town. Yeah. Not just a beach. It's a town. Okay. Wow, the plot thickens. I know. Okay. And it was a uh, a mere 17 miles away from St. Louis. Okay. And it also <laughs> lies only two miles east of Eureka, Missouri. Okay. That's <laughs> so helpful. Uh, okay, now I'm situated. Okay, good. Because like, I was like, oh, it's 17 miles in what direction? But yeah. if you say toward Eureka, fine, I it's found it. Still, you don't know which direction. Ironically, <laughs> you say Eureka, and I'm like, I found it. Got it. <laughs> So, um... Is there a body of water that it's on? Yeah, it's Good. by the uh, Merrimack River. Okay. I think that's how oh, you say God, it. Oh, God, no, not another river beach. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. In fact, it's in the floodplain of the Merrimack River. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, you have such an evil look on your face right now. We're talking this... about a flood, aren't we? Oh. Oh, no. So, there was a promotion in the St. Louis Star Times, back when that existed, okay. where if you bought a plot of land that was 20 feet by 100 feet for the low price of sixty-seven fifty, you would also receive a six-month subscription to the newspaper as a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a bonus. Yeah. That's, that's an incentive. You also needed, like, two plots to be able to build a house. Sure, yeah. yeah. Is this... Well, you, that's fine, because so you one can one-year subscription. No, you get two... Oh, you get six months, so you get a one-year subscription if yeah. you get big enough to buy a house. All right. I was thinking you could get one delivered at the front door and one at the back door. Oh, yeah. You could get two of the same paper at the same For time. For six months. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I, I like the marketing scheme. So it's, it's just, like, smart, you know? like. Did they own the land or something? Yeah. So they oh. they bought it from a local farmer. Okay. And the Star Times did. Yeah, okay, and, and wow. they use it as a marketing ploy and a way to earn money, That's and um, they advertise the place as a place to fish, and where, quote, the sweltering heat and discomfort of the city are unknown at Times Beach. Right, because there's nothing here. Yeah, well, it's also Missouri and still inland, so yeah, it's going to be fucking hot. Right. So don't lie to me, But bitch. there's no buildings. <laughs> yeah. all, all it means is that there's nowhere that there's an air conditioner built. Yes. Okay, good. I don't even know if they had air conditioning in 1925. Is that where we are? 25. Yeah. Oh, okay, no. You had a fan. I've had fans since the 20s, yes, because I'm, that's how old I am. <laughs> Fuck you! No, I meant like a... Am I too sensitive about this? A wearing fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned that I've got like this real... you developed a complex. Yeah. Like I'm so on edge for you to call me old every time we come here. I think I, the last time I called you old was like six podcasts ago. I know, it's just me now. It's just me like expecting you to do it. And uh, and what's his face? The guy I don't know his name at... Uh, Other people are calling course. me old too? The Game oh, of yeah. Course yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. I'm still not that. telling you his name. I know. Well, I I don't stop believing in the idea that someday I will meet him. I'm sure you will. Ugh, and I don't look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I just also love that, like, you get this subscription in this land, 
But like you wouldn't have a house for a while, but you got the subscription starts. <laughs> so, so it's like delivering papers to an empty how, land how or something. Do, yeah, where do you give them the address? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. here's the thing: the papers out of business. I'm assuming they're out of business because they kept throwing papers into the wilderness. Well, you just have to stand in your plot of stand <laughs> in the place where you bought your plot of land <laughs> and wait for someone to throw a newspaper at your head and then fall. Thud. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> At the uh, beginning, it was apparently a lovely resort town. Okay. Which is odd because, like, people would own their own homes, uh, like summer homes. That's not a resort. That's just a summer town. Sure. So don't call it a resort town. I won't. I promise. I will never make that mistake again. (laughs) Wait, I never made that mistake at all. This is all stuff you're saying. And then commenting. (laughs) Okay, so at first, all of the buildings would be built on stilts to prevent um, damage in the likely event of flooding. It's on a river that floods all the time. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. They bought all this land in a floodplain and then started selling it, like, in small plots. Yeah. That's fine. For subscriptions. That's fine. Yeah. So, we get to the Great Depression and yeah. World War II. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> so, people <laughs> people couldn't really afford to have and or go to a summer home. Uh-huh. Right? Right. And the town was supposed to be like the playground for the rich and famous of St. Louis, I guess. Okay, I sure. Um, well, in the 1920s, to go 17 miles would take like three days. So, yeah. yeah. We made it it's two re- miles today. It's a real getaway. <laughs> um, it became a low middle class haven. Okay. Basically, a lot of people who had two homes went to live in Times Beach during the Great Depression because they couldn't afford their better home in okay. the city. Sure. And apparently, over the years, the small town would become more like a family. How nice. Yeah. Like Cheers. Yeah. Where you'd walk in and yeah. everybody like, Steven! Hey, Steven! Ed! Steven! Stacy! Steven! <laughs> Oh, that's Bill. He just says one thing. Steven! (laughs) Oh my god, that's good. Former Mayor Marilyn Leistner was born there. Mm -hmm. And she is quoted saying, quote, It was like everybody was related to everybody. You were born and raised there, you grew up there, but then you moved there. What? I don't understand what you're talking about. You're born and raised someplace, growing up there, and then you move there? Yeah. She's weird. Yeah. Well, she was the former mayor. I'm voting against her just for that, like, quote. She won in a landslide. Oh, sure. Literally. Uh, She (laughs) won in a flood, which caused the landslide. Another resident, Cheryl Reed Christman. Okay. Is quoted as saying, quote, everybody was friendly in Times Beach. It was safe. You didn't have to lock your doors. It was the times. It was a very special time. You were on a beach, and you could see the other side of the river right from your beach. Yep. You could tell if other people's doors were locked. They never were. You just walked on in. You just walked in. Hey, Stephen. (laughs) (laughs) So it was such a family place that they would apparently play pranks on each other and then cop up to it after. Nick does that. He'll do a prank on you. Right, he'll like white lie and then immediately like take it back. It's like that wasn't true. <laughs> he can't handle. <laughs> he can't handle the cognitive dissonance of knowing that he fibbed a little. It's great. Oh, that's so sweet. He's a very honest person. Yeah, white lies matter. Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Boo. What? <laughs> so, um, Leisner 
admits to a time when she and her other female friends snuck out on Halloween for a good old-fashioned Halloween prank. Yeah, was it the dog poop one? No. Was it egging? No. TPing? Yep. All right! They TP'd the police chief's house. Oh, hello. She's quoted as saying, quote, The next day, he was sure that somebody was doing it to get even with him. It was so awful. They were looking for who did it. I had to go tell him we did it. Oh. I love that she's like, I felt bad. This is like when my mom made me, I was, we were skiing one time. The only thing, the only time I stole something, I stole some like defogger for your goggles. Okay. From a store, right? And my mom found out about it and she's like, where did you get that? And I was like, and she was like, she made me take it back and explain it and everything. Yeah. Well, you learned. Sure. Don't steal. I didn't. I don't steal. That's good. I accidentally took a magazine from a doctor's office when I was like three. Because <laughs> it was in that office and I was reading it and I wasn't done. And we left. And my mom was like, no, that's stealing. You have to bring it back. And I brought it back and I apologized. <laughs> they were like, thank you. We were really missing this 1978 good housekeeping. Highlands. Yeah. No, it was like a, <laughs> a kid's <laughs> sure. thing where you like. Um, like, I was just taking it home so I could find the pot in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the town would blossom. Sure. And uh, it would grow to about 2,000 people. Oh, a metropolis. Yeah. Oh, and now we have that whole city problem now. Yeah. And uh, homes would be built on the ground. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, they would even get a cop whose sole job was to stand on the highway, Route 66, with a radar gun to give out tickets to truck drivers. Oh, it's a speed trap town. Yeah. Love those. So he was apparently called the, quote, hemorrhoid with the Polaroid. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Even though the town was growing, it still had a ton of dirt roads. Oh, no. It was rural America, after all. Sure. And as a result, it also had a dust problem. Oh, no. We kind of explored this before. We know the dust issue. Yeah, yeah definitely. Enter Bliss. What? Not the act of Bliss, you, but uh, the man, man named are Russell you? Martin Bliss. Okay, you're not coming on to me? No. Okay. <laughs> all right, good. Wait, what? Because that's inappropriate. Well, what does Enter way, Bliss mean? It was the way you motioned toward your bedroom when you said it. Oh. <laughs> Enter Bliss. <laughs> God, how fucking egotistical would I have to be to say, enter bliss as with my be- bedroom? Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> it's pure bliss. Let me just walk in here and let me just uh, say you're welcome in advance. <laughs> so so we, who's bliss? Russell Bliss was okay. a man who was a fixer. Oh, great. He's he the Michael a, Cohen of the Midwest. He was a real good man. He did nothing but great things. You're lying to me now. I am. It was oh, a white lie. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't keep it. I couldn't keep yeah, it. Yeah, you couldn't um, keep that lie. Bliss was subcontracted by the Northeastern Pharmaceutical and Chemical Company, or NEPACO, oh. to haul away waste from its plant in Verona, Missouri. Okay. A Tale of Two Cities, Verona. Oh, no. Yeah. It and was Times the beast Beach. of time. I hate it was, you. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact about Napaco. Oh, fun. Uh, and the time... I love the Napaco wafers. Yes, I love those. I, you can always pretend like it's like a wafer for communion. <laughs> the power of Christ is sugar. wafers are like the worst candy ever. I like know. chalky and disgusting. But still, if you want to sponsor us, we will change our tune. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I love Necco wafers. See yeah. how convincing that was? Yeah. <laughs> it just melts on the tongue. Mmm. <laughs> In uh, the Vietnam War, Napaco was a manufacturer of Agent Orange. Oh, God. This very plant was one of the plants that made it. They made it in Missouri? Yep. Okay. Uh, 
And the waste that Bliss was removing from their site was filled with dioxin. Oh, God. In fact, it had so much dioxin in it that it was later revealed that it had about 2,000 times the amount of dioxin that would be found in Agent Orange. What is dioxin? Dioxin is a uh, poison. Oh. And we'll get to that in a little bit. And this thing, that the waste product had 2,000 times the amount of it that was in Agent Orange. Mm Mm-hmm. This is in the 30s now? No, no, no. Now we're in the 70s. Okay, we're in the 70s. Yes. Oh, we jumped. You did not mention that. All right. Well, All enter right. Bliss. Okay, people were... <laughs> ah, I feel better. <laughs> Thank you. I feel better with all the things you're not telling me. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna get, it's gonna get worse. Okay. It's gonna get really, really right. bad. I'll just when that happens, I will just enter bliss. Okay. Thank you. So, for those who don't know about Agent Orange, it's an herbicide. When I learned about this, I had a fit. Oh, sure. Yeah. A fit. Oh. Uh, basically, it's a defoliant. Yes. It just strips the trees and plants of its leaves, thus killing them. And it was used during the Vietnam War because it would they could find people in hiding. We're actually going to do this for another episode. Yeah. I've learned some stuff that horrifying. Was, yeah. We there's not enough time for us to go into this. Sure. In this one. Sure. But yeah, that was. Um, but your major problem with it right now is that it kills plants. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I think that's probably because you haven't done all the rest of that research yet. No, no. I, <laughs> here, here, a little bit of fun fact about Agent Orange oh, with what fun. it does to people. Oh, and no. by fun, I mean I'm completely sarcastic with that. Well, yeah. It that did, was a white lie. It, yeah, I know I was lying. It damaged genes. It causes cancer and deformities. Uh, and that's just a few of the outcomes on humans with Agent Orange. Okay. But this, but he was, like, carting around, Bliss was carting around barrels of it, right? Well, he was carting around more of the dioxin, which is in Agent Orange. Okay. So, let's learn about dioxin now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it can remain inside a human for more than 10 years once the body absorbs it. Oh, like a piece of gum. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't swallow it. Dioxin Don't. or Steven. gum? Steven. 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 Spit out the gum. Steven. Ooh. Damn it, Steven. <laughs> It's going to be in there for seven years. <laughs> That's almost as bad as dioxin. <laughs> um, it's incredibly toxic. Sure. And uh, can cause animals to die via wasting syndrome, which is basically you waste away. Oh. The definition of wasting syndrome from Wiki is a loss of weight, muscle atrophy, fatigue, weakness, and significant loss of appetite in someone who's not actively trying to lose weight. Oh, no. For example, for people out there that they could kind of reference this if you think of someone with like cancer or AIDS mm-hmm. those that that is a wasting. similar wasting kind of sim- symptom alright so this is getting really fun I'd like to say thank it, oh, you oh it's gonna get better oh great this, yeah. is, this is really uplifting thank yeah you. Okay. <laughs> when it's used on humans, dioxin can also mess up your reproductive and developmental organs. Okay. Uh, it can give you autoimmune I don't know, issues. I don't, know, I don't know. You're probably not in the mood anyway. <laughs> but go ahead. It can screw up your hormones and, of course, give you cancer. Sure. The other thing that like can... Like like a cherry yeah. on top. And cancer. Yeah. There you go. I don't know if that's enough diseases. I kind of want... Can How about just... some cancer? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, That'll there you go. Spot, yeah. So the other thing that can happen is chloracne... A definition from Wiki on chloracne is that it's like an acne-like eruption of blackhead, cysts, and pustules. Jesus Christ! <laughs> associated... What kind of fucked up road are you taking us down? <laughs> it's associated with overexposure to certain halogenated ar- aromatic compounds. This is a comedy show! I know, we're going to get there. Uh-huh. Such as chlorinated dioxins More and... More dioxins? Yeah, and something else 
I can't say. Dibenzofurans. Sure, sure. That sounds great. We don't know what that is. There's like that little blue thing where you can look into it. I don't want to click it. Yeah. I don't want to know. They, uh, the lesions are most frequently found on the cheeks, behind the ears, in the armpits, and groin regions. Move on! Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, apparently there's no real cure for chloracne. Not proactive? Uh, no. <laughs> Cloactive? <laughs> When I got my lesions, I got chloractive. You get that, that like, teenager is like, it really works. Yeah. And then, like, Katy Perry being like, I use it too. Yeah. You were like, I'm not just a star. Yeah, sure, Katy Perry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the best thing to do, though, is to remove oneself from the area with the chemicals if you do get chloractive. Just remove your head. Well, or your groin, I guess, and treat each of the just, symptoms. Just, 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 like, have a headectomy, a groinectomy, and an armpitectomy. And, uh, You're good to go. You'll be a great torso. <laughs> he Venus de Milo did incredible things with just a torso. He okay? doesn't say much, but he's got great pecs. Yeah, don't be... <laughs> you're, that's very ableist. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so for some people, the lesions will vanish after a few years, and for others, it's the gift that never leaves. Oh. All right! Okay, thank you for that wonderful science lesson that makes me want to just curl up in the kennel with my dogs. Well, afterwards you're going to get love. So this is actually the perfect one for this. Oh, good. Now that we're all feeling enlightened, let's get back to Bliss. Please, can we? I was trying to go to Bliss that whole time. (laughs) So Bliss had a farm in addition to being the toxic Avenger. (laughs) Um, He would spray his farm, which was dusty and dirty, with used motor oil... Because apparently it would keep the dust down. Oh. His motor oil trick would work for like a few months at a time. Really? So he'd have to spray it again. Oh, God. When he started collecting the toxic waste Mm -hmm. uh, with the dioxin, he apparently thought it would be a smart move and would make his life easier if he uh, like mixed the motor oil and the waste together to spray on the ground. Why would that... Is it just... Like, I have these things laying around. I've also got some egg yolk. Let's throw that in there. <laughs> like, what? just because you have motor oil and toxic waste doesn't mean you have to spread it on the ground. <laughs> he well, would get uh, six truckloads of the chemical waste. Yeah, and he also, like, made murals of bubblegum just because he had to get rid. He can't just throw things. Just throw things away. The best part is, is that the people who would visit his farm would be very, like, dazzled by the fact that it wasn't dusty. Uh-huh. They'd be like, oh. Jim, Jim, look at the ground. It's not dusty. Well, what's your secret, Bliss? I just spread this oil compound on it. You got any more? I got lots of oil compounds. Sounds like a great idea. Hey, Stephen, bring the oil compound. Stephen! <laughs> Stephen! <laughs> There's kind of wasting syndrome that's going on in this town. <laughs> Everybody eventually gets, like, poisoned to the point where they can only say Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody eventually goes that way. Uh, you know, it's like it's gonna be in one of those movies where when when someone starts saying Stephen, then the rest of the cast is like, "Oh no, him too." You know, <laughs> and then they're just suddenly like Stephen. Oh, <gasps> yeah. When you find yourself, and then I wanted to have some Stephen. Oh, Stephen, Stephen, no, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> so, uh, because the mixture works so well. Other people in farms were all about it, and they hired Bliss and his miracle mixture to help keep their farms in check. Oh, he was making money off this, too. Great, good. The, quote, goo that Bliss would spray was purple in color, and children would apparently use it as a fucking slip and slide. Oh, my Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ugh. It wasn't until animals started to drop dead that anyone got suspicious. Sure. Uh, In 1971, in Moscow Mills, Missouri... He would go to Shenandoah Stable, 
where the owners would give him $150, the low, low price of 150 bucks, to spray the inside arena that they had. Oh, God. Judy Piat and... This guy's just wandering around Missouri. He's like the fucked up Johnny Appleseed. Yeah. He's Johnny... <laughs> toxic waste. This guy. He's just wandering around <laughs> spreading toxic waste everywhere. Like... Oh my god. He's he's following Johnny Appleseed and being like, fuck your tree. That's right. Fuck your he tree. Went, he went and killed every fucking apple tree there was out there. Jesus. Um, so Judy Piat and Frank Hample, the owners, uh, noticed a problem a few days later after he sprayed it when birds fell dead from the tops of the barns. Uh, and the horses started to all lose their hair and <gasps> were gaining sores like it was a childhood fad. There's, they're like Thestrals. Remember that from the Harry Potter thing? The yes. dead horse thing? That's what they looked like now. Mm-hmm. Picture it. Uh, Picture it. I'm trying to. Picture it. <laughs> Happy anniversary. With a dead bird on it. I'm picturing it for you for your anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> so Piat and Hample would go after Bliss. Yep. But he claimed it was just motor oil. Why is that better? Why Why is that idea? Oh, don't, what? I'm just spraying motor oil all over your house. Yeah, no, I, maybe maybe you shouldn't spray motor oil. I feel like it, it's probably a bad plan. Was it dusty before? Well, yeah. Is it dusty now? No. Then shut up, Stephen. Uh, everyone's... <gasps> da- <laughs> Judy, run. <laughs> Stephen. Oh, no, Judy. We got her, too. <laughs> so, um... The owners would then remove half a foot of dirt in the arena and dispose of it in a landfill, um, but the horses would remain sick. Mm -hmm. So they again would remove another foot of dirt from Mm -hmm. the arena, and the horses still remain sick. This is fine. You just dig down six feet, the horses die, just cover them up again. Fine. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. Within a few months, over 62 horses would die. They had the grave ready. Yep. uh, Or they had to be put down because they were so sick. Oh, man. Um, It wasn't like they died or they had to be put down. They all died. <laughs> it's not an or situation. It, well, yeah. They either died from the thing or people killed them. <laughs> Live in the reality, man. <laughs> Don't enter Bliss. Come back from there. <laughs> yes. Bliss is a lie. Mm. Both the owners and Judy's daughters would get sick uh, with a quote from Wiki. Uh, they got sick from a quote from no. Wiki? <laughs> I like it. Uh, quote, headaches, nosebleeds, abdominal pains, and diarrhea. Right. I mean, that's just like another Tuesday for me. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, what, are they, what are you spraying on the ground at your house? Steven! <laughs> you spread Steven on the ground? Yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah. Did. How exciting. Oh, yeah, he was into it. I'm sure he, he was. He was like, put your motor oil in me mm-hmm. and so, your piston. Absolutely a thing. <laughs> okay, so but before the worst of Shenandoah would happen, mm-hmm. Bliss would spray Timberland Stables in Jefferson City, Missouri, where 12 horses would die. In addition to that, children who went to the arena would develop chloracne, uh-huh. as we talked about. Sure. And the owners would remove their soil as well. Well, so they all, like, at least they all got to meet Katy Perry. Yeah. So, bright side. <laughs> at the uh, same time he was doing this, he would spray yet another arena. Stop it! Bubbling Springs Ranch by St. Louis. Stop it! Again, all the same things were happening. Why Why is anybody letting them near? Letting him near their house? So, the owner of Bubbling Springs Ranch, mm-hmm. Vernon Stout, sure. however, then... That's the most Midwestern name I've ever heard in Vernon my life. Vernon Stout. Vernon Stout. Vernon Stout would... He, he, he removed the soil, mm-hmm. but rather than bring it to a landfill, he brought it to land he owned and also dumped it at Harold Minker's house. Sure. Because that Harold wanted some dirt. Okay. I guess. The CDC, or for those of you out there that don't know, Centers for Disease Control, mm-hmm. uh, caught Both wind of, of this... 
Both of you. Yeah, now you know. All two of you, yes. Uh, caught wind of this right away in 1971, once the animals... Literally. I mean, the, the smell probably made it to Atlanta. Yeah, they're like, woo! What is that? And they they're followed like, it to Harold Minker's house. <laughs> they, they make a phone call. Damn it, Stephen, we can smell it from here. <laughs> thank you for your thank you for your doctor voice there. That was good. Uh, like nerds sound like this. <laughs> so once the animals started dying and people got sick, they immediately came and investigated, like grabbing blood and stool from the animals and the humans. Sure. They're like, give us everything. Meanwhile, this bliss guy is just wildly now he's spraying it in the air. He's yeah. like he's like slim pickens at the end of the fucking uh, Doctor Strange job. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see, um, uh... Oh, I scared my dogs. Oh. <laughs> um, what's the one? Zoolander. Sure. You know the, the scene oh, where yeah, they're, like, spraying like the gas? gasoline? Yeah, it's just like yeah. that. It's just like that. Yeah. yeah. So... He's maniacal. The right. CDC wasn't able to figure out exactly what the cause was of the deaths and the illnesses, but they figured out that it was, like, chemically related. Mm-hmm. They just weren't sure what. And they just didn't ask the critical question, hey, is anybody wandering around from different farms <laughs> to farms <laughs> spraying, spraying motor oil everywhere. and dioxin all over everything? <laughs> In 1973, they would run more tests and they would find trichlorophenol uh, activity due that to the... That sounds fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, due to the way the animals were dying and how they were dying I don't such. know what trichlorophenols are, but I, I feel like it's not a natural occurring compound. It's, every time I, I feel like they'd be better eating apples. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to spread. My apple seed. <laughs> and my seed. Oh, dear. <laughs> I leave a tree and a baby in every town. I, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was I was just open mouth agape at you, and then I remembered we're audio recording. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh, man. it wouldn't be until 1974 that they would realize that dioxin was a part of this as well. Okay. Uh, at the time, they knew dioxin was dangerous to humans, but they didn't know quite how dangerous. Okay. Uh, they were afraid, though, based on the way the animals died real quickly. Sure. They're like, this doesn't seem good for humans. Yeah. yeah. They were trying to figure out what the common cause was. Okay. And why dioxin was all over the place. Jesus Christ. They finally traced it back to Nipaco. Okay, yeah. Only problem was that Napaco closed its doors in 1972 when the FDA banned hexachlorophene. Okay. The reason behind this move, banning uh-huh. it, was because hexachlorophene killed 32 infants in France via baby powder. Shit. Yeah, it was not good. Right. I don't think that the people here killed the babies. I think... I don't know. It was... Obviously a bad time. This guy spraying dioxin all over the place is not, like, helping matters in any way. No. There's... Chem- like... Chemicals can help people, but, like, maybe we should be testing them more before we just start spraying them everywhere okay. and putting it on babies. All right, liberal snowflake. <laughs> All right, just cool your fucking jets, okay? Yeah. This the, is uh, America. If I've got a random chemical and I want to spray it all over public areas, I should be allowed to do that. <laughs> don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. Don't tread on my purple goo. Definitely don't tread on my foot because it's been broken down by chemicals to such a point that if anything touches it, it explodes. <laughs> oh, God. Don't do that. Literally don't tread on me. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the CDC would explore the Verona plant and found dioxin in high levels. Sure. In 1975, a confidential report was filed uh, with the... EPA and the CDC that said basically that half-life of dioxin was only about a year or so. Okay. So, so then couldn't they just say the life of dioxin is two years? Come on. 
something I guess I don't know. So why well, you got to be all half life about it? Well, we're gonna get to a better half life in a second. All right. The Missouri uh, people said we don't need to clean this up. Okay. Um, oh, because it only is a half. It's only gonna be around for a year. Sure. The half life for dioxin is now known to be more like seven to eleven years. Oh, so that means it's active for twice that amount of time, right? That's what I believe. Okay. The EPA would return to Missouri in 1979 when they caught wind of another waste site from a former employee of Napaco. What? Yeah. Why Why did these people... So, okay. So, when you, like, left the job at Napaco, did you get, like, a severance package and then barrels of toxic waste to take home with you? <laughs> what is that? It's they like you have your Cobra it. coverage, you've got your, your check, and you've got four, five, seven barrels of fucking hexachlorodropine. Yeah. And, you know, just... Do with it what you will. I hear it's good for plants. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jesus. Napaco gave James Denny a whopping $150, who is a farmer, by the way, yeah. to dump drums of waste under his farm. Holy shit, man. His farm was about seven miles from Verona, uh-huh. and uh, the uh, EPA would find 90 barrels 90. filled with dioxin, and they were all leaking. <laughs> um, the EPA would revisit the arenas in 1982 to see what the deal was with the half-life and test the soil, and they found that it was still a shit show. Okay. So they're like, that's when they were like, oh no, dioxin's way, way it's more It's way than... worse than we thought. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I think the dioxin is Steven. <gasps> what? <laughs> not you not you too Barry no we've been using the suits <laughs> oh no Barry there's a, there's a hole suit. in your suit <laughs> oh we're doing all the tropes today I love yeah. it <laughs> the EPA uh, was like basically you need to shut down the arenas and we need to clean this up sure but Rita Lavelle who was the head of the EPA mm-hmm. I guess at this time was like we don't have enough soil testing so she was like we're going to delay it Okay. Um, so she went about 600 more tests of the soil before they would make a move. Okay. So someone at the EPA leaked a document about how the EPA was failing in its handling of the situation. Mm-hmm. And it would also contain a list of places where the dioxin could be a problem. Mm-hmm. Times Beach was on the map. Oh. We've got good news and we've got bad news. First yep. of all, Times Beach is on the map. That's great news. That's great news. The bad news is it's a map of the worst places. What? I'm sorry. Why? Because Stephen. Uh... <laughs> So, uh, anyway, back to Bliss. Okay. No! Uh, hold on. Oh, yeah, you're right. Thank you for the reminder. Back to Bliss. This is like, I feel like this is like a fucked up meditation. Back to Bliss. Like, here's something devastating, devastating, devastating. Back, back to, to Bliss. bliss. <laughs> Thank you. In 1972 and in 1973, he was hired by the town no. itself no. to spray the roads no. to help with their dusty road problem. No, stop hiring him to do things. No. They had 16.3 miles of roads that needed spraying. No. And his magic oil only cost six cents a gallon. No. <laughs> they didn't Stop it. They didn't have the money to pave them being a super small town. And the dust from trucks and other forms of transportation were annoying people. So uh, the spray was the good, cheap way to go. It's not good. That's the thing, though. It's not good. It's not good. No, I did not. I did not hurt Lisa. I did not pave the roads. I did not spray dioxin. I did not. Oh, hi, Steven. <gasps> <laughs> so, um, for years, they were unaware of how dangerous a place they were living in. Sure. You know, that could be true of us. It's true. Think about that. That could be true of you listening right now. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. You don't know how dangerous it is until you know. Until you know. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in fact, in 19... 19- and then it's too late. And then it's too late. Enter bliss. Oh. In 1982... With consent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Consent is sexy. Um, in 1982, a reporter called the city and asked about what they knew of the dioxin in their town. Sure. It's complete it, news to them. Yeah, everyone, okay. they knew nothing, and then the people in town started finding out, and they're like, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> yeah. It's been, this is 1982, so for ten years, like, the discoveries have been happening around them, and nobody told them? Yeah. Bad mayor. Well, she wasn't mayor yet. Well, they had one. Yeah. So, they were outraged when the document leaked, and they found out that the EPA knew that there might be a problem, but that they do, didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, the EPA said it would be about a year before they could even start testing in Times Beach, right? Okay, a year. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Then it'll be... You know, half life away by then. So yeah. That's fine. So, Leesner is quoted as saying, quote, We didn't like that, because people were building new homes, businesses were locating there. We decided that we would do it ourselves. So we started taking up a collection to pay to have our streets tested. Okay. They're you taking action. That's right. That's yeah. good. This is the, like, plucky montage part. Yeah. Okay. They're pulling up themselves by the bootstraps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pa! <laughs> I got my bootstraps. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's 1982. Stop living in the past. But I have boots. I got them for you for Christmas. And I got straps. Congratulations. I got boot straps. Would you just come out here and test the goddamn soil, okay, Stephen? Okay, Pa. Uh. <laughs> no. Uh, Not my Pa. Not my Pa. Right. Um, so after that happened, the EPA realized they might look bad if they uh, if the other people tested it and they didn't. So they suddenly <laughs> like showed up and started testing. Oh, there we go. Suddenly... Times Beach was all over the news because of how many people lived there and how many workers in hazmat suits showed up. Like, government people weren't allowed into the town without hazmat suits. Oh. Um, it's like a town from Outbreak. Yeah, well, basically, they, like, the people woke up and found people in hazmat suits in their yards. Oh, my like, God. Like, that's how some people found out, and they're wow. like, what are you doing? Um, it's not like they became woke. They woke up. And yeah. They were outside. Okay. And if that wasn't bad enough, mm-hmm. while this testing's happening, it's like December... Um, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers mm-hmm. figured out that a huge flood was heading their way. Oh, good. Like, and about half the town evacuated, and the other half was like, it won't even reach Riverside Drive. What's that, Riverside Drive? I don't know. It's just a place. It's near the river, I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, that's, that, like, that's the prevailing idea in yeah. those people? It won't reach Riverside Drive? Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. It's fine. Um, locals. The testing people would finish their test, the soil sampling, mm-hmm. a day before Times Beach would have the largest and most devastating flood in its history. All right. Yep. It would be named the 500-year flood. Okay, but it, at least by the time they got the test results back, this was now Mississippi's problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... It uh it ripped up houses oh. and threw trailers around like toys. Oh my god. The flood stage was eighteen point five feet and the water would crest at about forty three feet. Forty three feet? Yep. Of the nineteen eighty two? Yeah. Okay. Shit. Of the people who stayed, some would get in boats and float away. Yeah. And others would try to drive. Someone away. would stay in their houses and float away. Yeah. <laughs> the the Merrimack River would devastate the town. Wow, sure. The flood eventually would die down. Well, yeah. And then some basic results from the test came in. Okay. It wasn't good. Tell me it's good news. No, it wasn't good news. Oh, goddamn. We need some good news in this town right now. Well, they didn't have hard numbers, but what they did have was that they knew dioxin was in the ground. Well, was it, though, anymore? (laughs) Like, at least the good news is it got washed away? No. No. So, Mayor Joe Chapstick... Who was Don't the mayor at the say time? That's his name. His name was that's Mayor Joe Chapstick. That was the name that I found. Okay. Said he called President Kleenex and said, "We've got to <laughs> deal with this." He uh, he basically said, "See you later." Resigned and took his family and left. You're kidding? Yeah. He was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> that's, oh my god! That's a fair weather mayor. <laughs> yeah. ever. 
Sid Hammer, who was the chairman of the board of aldermen, stepped in to be mayor, and then Leister stepped in to become the head of the aldermen or whatever, council people. On okay. December 23rd, a mere two days before the birth of baby Jesus, the CDC told the residents of Times Beach to not return home and for those who stayed and endured the flood to leave and take nothing with them. Okay, so hold on. I think you buried the lead. Okay. Jesus was born in 1982. Oh. Cool. That's how it did sound, didn't it? It did sure sound that way, yes. Um, the reason that they couldn't take anything with them mm-hmm. and the reason they couldn't return is that the dioxin will have spread from the water. Okay. And will have contaminated everything. Oh, God. Oh, the water's... Oh, it's not like it's washing it away. It's it washing just, it all over everything. Yes. Oh, how nice. How the nice. government actually put up a sign saying... It's like your summer, like, getaway town is now... Yeah. Now, now, now it's like a summer getaway yeah. town. <laughs> <laughs> so, the... Uh, the government actually put up a sign saying don't enter, and they even stationed a guard to keep people from entering. Sure. Um, at this p- point, the town wasn't sure what to do. No. And uh, so they held a giant... I'm not sure what to do. They held a giant meeting. Okay. All right. That's never the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they uh, could petition the government for money to buy out the town from the Superfund, mm-hmm. or they could try to rebuild. Mm-hmm. About 16% of the people wanted to stay and rebuild. They hadn't been affected by the dioxin so far, and they'd only seen some dead birds. They're like, mm-hmm. well, it's fine. It's not that dangerous. Okay. These are those people that would not leave Centralia, even though there were, like, steaming deer falling into the ground. Yeah. yeah and they're like, yeah, but the sunsets are lovely. Yeah. Jesus. And all the pollution. Just go. But if they ended up, if they decided to stay in town, they would be on their own. Okay. They didn't even have national flood insurance anymore because they themselves voted to opt out of it only a few years earlier. Well, yeah. So they have flood devastation they can't rebuild, and they've got dioxin everywhere. Yeah. This is, yeah, so, that's nice when libertarianism says, you know, uh, yeah. yeah, we don't need the government's help until we do. And then we're suddenly, um, okay, so now people were fighting and the family had turned on each other. <gasps> All dun, families dun, had turned dun. on each other? Well, no, like that town was like a family, remember? Oh, that family yeah. had turned on itself. Yeah. I don't know. The, the syntax is weird in there, mister. All right. I'm sorry. Leesner <laughs> would become mayor after this meeting. Okay. <laughs> she is quoted as saying, quote, Sid Hammer's wife didn't want to stay in Times Beach, but Sid didn't see anything wrong. He wanted to stay there, so she just divorced him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? On her side. Totally yep. on her side. If everything's covered in toxic waste and your house is floating downriver, let your husband stay in that house. Yeah. yeah. You, if you want to stay, that's on you. And I say this on my anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer apparently couldn't handle it and mm-hmm. uh, resigned and left. Okay. Uh, Did you love how you put a hammer and the handle and the thing together? I didn't even think about that. Okay, sure. Oh, yay. Yeah, he nailed his wife and then... Oh! oh. Once Leesner became mayor, she petitioned Ronald Reagan for Superfund help. Yay! Yay! Oh, we learned about the Superfund. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thank goodness for Love Canal that that had already happened. Yes. The head of the Superfund, Anne Gorsuch Burford... Gorsuch? Yeah, Gorsuch. Uh, I'm sure there's a relation based on how nasty she is. Uh, would meet with them in Eureka. Okay. However, the Times Beach folks... The, the townspeople, okay. Yeah. Were, were locked out of the hotel, and they were, spo- they were supposed to meet at. What? Yeah. And and Burford 
would stand on the second story in like a conference room with a megaphone uh-huh. and tell them that they would that their homes would be bought at fair market value with a megaphone. Yep. That's a nice populist touch. Basically, uh, people were afraid that the Times Beach people were contagious. Right, and 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 they're trying to make the like logical argument that we're fine, and they're they're pulling on the conference room doors. Their arms are falling off. Yeah, and they're like, Let this is fine. Steven, <laughs> Steven, 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 Steven. Steven. <laughs> She's like, we'll pay you five fifty an anchor. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> At first, the Superfund was lowballing sure. the town, and uh, I already I quoted five fifty an acre. Yeah. That's not a lot. Yeah, Burford would resign for not about a month later for okay. not using the super funds in a uh, super way. <laughs> That's cute. So uh, I, I want to give you proper credit when you write the cute things. Oh, uh, thank well you. Thank you. So Leesner is quoted saying, quote, the offers were very low, so we got organized. <laughs> All right. Uh, we would invite the press out and we would spray paint the prices of, on the homes. Oh. I, I guess they were offering her as low as 15800 for her house. This is in the 80s, by the way. Okay. So, like, that's even... That, like, that's what you would have bought the house for in, like, the 20s. Yeah. You know? Like, so go fuck yourself, Superfund. Well, sure, but, I mean, like, also, you know, the town created the problem. Yes. Like, they hired someone to spray toxic waste all over their houses. But if you think about the people... Like, Leesner is a part of the town that sure. did this. But the other people who didn't know... Right. They would have been... They're like, you just fucked over my house. It's just, like... It's just crazy to me because it's like some of these people are like let's we're we're opting out of national flood insurance we don't need the government wait we need the government hey that's not enough like yep. like i just kind of i don't know the logic is real weird here with no it, it is real weird and yeah there's there should be a little bit of like well this is what you wanted i mean you pull yourself up from your bootstrap if that's your thing like i'm not all about that you know like yeah. I, again i i vote for every tax there is you right. know so and so therefore when i want the government to step in and help me i you know i've been because i've been paying and i'm like i'm like i'm i'm a democrat i'm all about yeah. tax me and, all crazy and yeah. helping people who need help yeah, exactly tax right. i mean that's what taxes are for but i mean you can't do both you can't say like we want nothing to do with the government until you know you need the government to come in and save you, and then complain about how they're doing it. Right. Finally, the Superfund would give a bit more and help them with paying for their new home. So they would pay them, they'd lowball them on the actual house, and then they would help to pay relocate. Oh, okay. Because keep in mind, like, people are losing all their stuff. They can't bring their couches or anything. Sure. After some wrangling, they got the Superfund to step up and do its thing. Right. Okay. And in uh, in 1985, only one family would be left in town. There always is one family. George and Lorraine Klein. Mm-hmm. They would be forced out later that year. They moved to Centralia. Yep. <laughs> in with uh, with Martha. Mm-hmm. One tooth Martha. They moved into a lovely sinkhole in, in yeah. Centralia. The people who left town were treated like lepers. Mm. And there was even a sign in Catawissa, Missouri that said that they would not accept any, quote, Times Beach trash. Oh. Yep. Marilyn Leesner. Catawissa. <laughs> I knew they were going to be the villains of the story. This whole time. Mm-hmm. She was told that the dry cleaners wouldn't clean her jacket at the dry cleaners because they were worried it was going to be contaminated. Yowza. And kids from the town would be forced to sit in quarantine in classrooms. With a cap on. Yeah. Sure. You're a dunce mm-hmm. and an idiot for living in that town. Right. A you little dumb cap child. toxic. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Baby, can't you see? What's happening right now? <laughs> Oh, was that Britney Spears toxic? Yes. <laughs> so confused. Yes. Um, oh, oh my god. 
I'm still confused. I did a little dance number for you him. You did. You touched yourself all over. <laughs> so I'm ma- disturbed right now. Hold on. I need to enter bliss now. That's nice. <laughs> many people suffered extreme anxiety for many years thinking that every illness was cancer. Mm. And they also felt really alienated. Sure. In 1985, the town would be disincorporated. Mm-hmm. And, um, right, Times Beach was no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The EPA would build a giant incinerator in Times Beach to burn everything that had dioxin in it. <laughs> That's what's left in town. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that burns That's, everything in town. Yeah. Fire, fire, burn. Yeah. I'm assuming that it was a safe way to get rid of it, but I also can't imagine shooting, like, dioxin into the air is a really good way to go about it. Hey, the EPA has figured this out, okay? okay. I'm sure it's fine. They definitely are not the heroes of they this story. They absolutely are not. Yeah. They are not. <laughs> uh, so don't even worry about it. They burned about 265,000 tons of soil uh, to get rid of the dioxin. God. All right. Let's go back to Bliss. Oh, please. So Bliss would be sued a ton. Yay! Yay! He insists that he is innocent and didn't know about the dioxin. Okay. He's even quoted saying in a CNN interview. I just thought it was purple motor oil. Yeah. (laughs) Quote, if I thought it was something bad, would I spray it on my own farm where my family is? Would any human being do that? Okay. That's a good argument, but also fucking doesn't matter. Yeah, you still did it. You did the thing. Like, just because you harmed yourself doing a bad thing doesn't mean that you shouldn't be held responsible for doing the bad thing. Exactly. I'm out of breath now. Well, it's like it's like if someone sets a fire in their backyard to like burn trash and it sets down the whole neighborhood on fire. Right. Then they're like, and their own house goes up. Yeah. You know? Why like, would I, I do that on purpose? I didn't mean to burn down my house or your house. Yeah, it's but like, you did. You did. You yeah. did, Blanche. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he also said, quote, they've dragged me through the courts and I don't think they're ever going to quit. I think it's unfair, unjust. Dear. All my friends say I, I, that I was a scapegoat. Both of my friend... Say, I was a scapegoat. <laughs> Steven and Steven. <laughs> Bliss, uh, after the fiasco, has since opened up a classic car museum in St. James. Wait, is he still, like, living and doing mm-hmm. stuff? I think so. I think he's in, like, his 80s now. His He has a car museum? Yeah. But, like, Just stay away from anything motor oil related. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like a, a ball of string museum, like a weird little thing. Jeez. Um, he also goes to flea markets. I don't care what he fucking does. <laughs> Don't tell me the hobbies of bliss. All yeah, right. the uh, chemical company was also sued. The uh, the new one that owned it now because mm-hmm. uh, sure. Paco was closed. Yeah, um, it was all a bit confusing with this part. And yeah. I guess a lot of people got a lot of money. Good like, millions were given. Good. So. After, Whoever in this situation that you can sue, do it. Do it. Yep. Do it. You got eighty five horses buried <laughs> under your house. You need to be compensated for this. Hey, Pa, I'm suing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goddamn. All right. I, I, I was too broad. You, <laughs> you can't sue me. You've been served. I got my bootstraps. <laughs> um, after everyone was evacuated, several years later, the city was turned into a state park where Route 66 runs through it. Good. Only one building remains, and that's the one the EPA used in the cleanup, I guess. This <laughs> is the Times Beach Incinerator. Yeah. Uh, I just want to add... People that, come from miles. Sorry. Yeah, there, there's a ton of amazing little details from the story that didn't make it in. Okay. Because we just didn't have time to talk right. about it. So if you're listening, I urge you to look up articles on it. All for, right. uh It was a pretty crazy time. I'm not listening. I checked out a while ago, but yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Save it. <laughs> oh, I'm back. Um, all right. So, so you know... The, the government... Uh, Wait, what, are we at the bright side? We're at the we bright side. We came to the bright side! Yeah. All right. So, the, one of the bright sides... We've wallowed in that for a minute. Hold on, let me reattach my fingers. 
<laughs> so the obvious bright side is that the land is now usable again. Okay, sure. The government has has removed sure. it from the it's, super fun as, list as a highway and as a uh, as an incinerator. Sure. Well, yeah. Um, you can have a picnic down there. Sure. Yeah. Why not lose your your balls? Um, kind of the that. Oh, got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lose your dicks on Route sixty six. Aruga. So. The people did get out of town, and compensation was given. Right, sure. Right? Yeah. So, some could argue that it's not great compensation, because, you know... But they were relocated. I don't know. Um, I think the government finally... I mean, like, for people who were, like, fighting the government, you know... They like, got... Yeah. They, they got government help, anyway. Like, the government seems like it eventually worked like it should. Right. Yeah. We hopefully have learned that no, that people shouldn't spray motor oil. Uh, sure. Okay, so, so we learned a valuable side. lesson, sure, that um, we should have fucking known, sure, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, no humans died. That's big. Many, 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 many animals. That's big, because honestly, like, many animals, sure, but like, like... Humans should have died in this. No kidding, like, for as much toxic waste as was being sprayed willy-nilly all over town, like right. it was fucking cotton candy. Yeah. People, like, should have rightfully died, and nobody did. It's a fucking miracle. I now have this weird fantasy in my head playing where I'm just naked and being sprayed with cotton candy, and I'm oh, loving every second of it. That's fantastic. Would, would you like to sit with that? Is that your bliss? Is that you entering that's bliss now? That's me entering bliss. Well, so, there's another bright side. You got your bliss... Image now. cotton candy is my guilty pleasure. Oh, have you it? had cotton candy grapes? Mm, yes, yes. Yeah. Here I have. Oh yeah, you gave them to me, yeah. and they're you know they're fine. Oh, they're fine. There's a thing they've uh, made as a as a hot dog that has a cotton candy bun now. I don't know about that. Well, you know, that sweet might and be salty. a little. little mm. I'm about it. I think it says America to me. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> heart attack and uh, stroke. <laughs> yeah, America. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's a good that's a good bright side. Did you find? Did you see anything? That uh, yeah, I did. I, I'm thinking that one bright side is that the Superfund had already been created. Right, we learned about the Love Canal that led to the creation of the Superfund. Right, but now, like that thing that we like, so this is us availing ourselves of a thing that we had to learn the hard way, but now we can just use. Right. So that's a bright side. I that think. is a bright you side know, because like we had to go through a terrible situation, but created something of use out of it and then in another terrible situation it's the infrastructure is already there right you know what i'm saying to to like deal with that financially at least yeah yeah yeah. no that may, that i agree with that mm-hmm. okay so yeah, yeah i think that's some good bright sides that we found for here yeah yeah uh if anybody has a, a fun toxic waste cleanup story yeah. they want to share with us please do do you have a fun super fund story <laughs> It's super fun. <laughs> uh, at us at, at Brightside K and J. Yep, we're and here. We're ready to listen. We're here. We're queer. We check are out our polls. Tweeting away. <laughs> yeah, there will be a poll about this. I don't know what it's going to be. What we can use for this? I don't know. There's a lot that there could be here. Yeah. It's... Are you pro dioxin or? <laughs> when someone votes pro. Yeah. It'll be me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just to just to be anti. You could maybe I'm a horse. <laughs> I am a horse. Are you currently a horse under a farm? Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. So thanks for joining us, everybody, and listen next week. And uh, happy anniversary, my love. Happy anniversary, you guys. I'm Not so glad you guys. Oh, oh, 
Oh, I thought us. Thank you, Kevin. And I thought you were you were saying that like you're saying saying it to the audience. No, it's not their fucking anniversary. Fuck them. It, well, it, it is your anniversary. Happy anniversary to you too. But oh, if it's oh, yeah. not, then true. Yeah, then just happy anniversary to Kevin and Nick. Yay! All right, have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Steven. Steven. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightsideKNJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com Until next week, don't forget... To look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.